At our London retreat several weeks ago, Tom Stella, our retreat leader, shared with us a dream he had had. He had died and had gone to heaven, but instead of meeting St. Peter at the gates of heaven, he met God at the gates of heaven. And God asked the proverbial question about why Tom should be granted entrance into heaven. Tom said to God, I was a priest. And God said, a priest, what's that? The point is that we can so easily think that our identity is to be found on the outside, in our role, in our occupation, in our political or religious affiliation, in our nationality, our skin color, our socioeconomic status. I am a priest. I am a Republican, a Democrat, conservative, or liberal. I am an American, an Episcopalian. I am a piano player or a skier or the CEO of a small company. I am smart or I am stupid. I am athletic or I am a klutz. I am an arthritic. I am a diabetic. Now these descriptive characterizations and others like them may be true as far as they go. They may even be helpful in the short term in our relating to the world and to each other. But overly identifying with any one or more of them can lead us to live our lives solely from these transient roles, short-lived capabilities, surface identities. In my own life, when I was a child, there was a period of 12 to 15 years when I suffered from occasionally debilitating asthma. My parents, both physicians, were not inclined to outwardly express their love with hugs or words of affection, but they could express their love through taking care of me medically, and they did. I received a lot of their attention when I wasn't able to breathe. And unconsciously, I learned that my asthma made me special. My asthma was what elicited my parents' expressions of love. I came to think of myself as an asthmatic. It was a huge part of my identity. When in my 20s, I started growing out of my asthma, I had an identity crisis. If I wasn't an asthmatic, what was I? Ben Roethlisberger was an elite NFL quarterback playing 18 seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Having recently retired from football, he is now referred to as former NFL quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. Is that his true identity? former quarterback, when he dies and meets God at the gates of heaven and tells of his accomplishments, I wonder if God is going to say, quarterback, what's that? In recent years, we see more and more people who identify powerfully with their political party or partisan ideology. It becomes their identity. Someone I have known 
has lived his whole life in a state that on a political map of the United States would be colored blue. He himself, however, is quite far down on the red end of the political spectrum. You cannot have a conversation with him about anything for more than five minutes without him bringing his strong political views into the conversation. He can't wait to retire and move to a red state, move away from his family and lifelong friends just to live in a state that on the whole shares his political ideology. I once tried to tell him, you've got to let go of your total identification with your politics. And he responded, too late. Tragically, he has become his politics. But that is not his true self, not who he is in the eyes of those of us who have known and loved him our whole lives, not who he is in the eyes of God. It's not that our outward roles, our surface selves are necessarily bad. It's not that my being a priest can't be a good thing. I hope and pray that it is, but it doesn't define me. It isn't my true self. Who we are at our centers deep within, where we live in Christ and Christ lives in us and as us, that's our true self, the only self that will survive our death. Our surface selves, ego selves, small selves, separate selves, external selves, our avatars, whatever we choose to call them, are not bad. They are simply not enough. And yet we can easily fall into the trap of relating to the world and to other people almost exclusively through such surface selves, cut off from our soul, our true self, who we are in God. We can live out our whole lives in the shallow end of the pool. What if we were able to let go of our over-identification with our surface self, small self, separate self, ego self, whatever we call it, what if we were able to hold these external identities lightly, moving in and out of them as might be useful and helpful as channels through which our true selves can relate to others and to the outer world? 19th century Episcopal Bishop Phillips Brooks, known best for having authored a Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem, once said, the great danger facing all of us is not that we shall make an absolute failure of life, nor that we should fall into outright viciousness, nor that we shall be terribly unhappy, nor that we shall feel that life has no meaning at all. Not these things. The danger is that we may fail to perceive life's greatest meaning fall short of its highest good, miss its deepest and most abiding happiness, be unable to tender the most needed service, be unconscious of life ablaze with the light of the presence of God, 
and be content to have it so. That is the danger that we so over-identify with our surface self that we miss our true self, the only self that will gain entrance through the gates of heaven. Can you and I let go of our over-identification with our surface selves? Mm -hmm.